0: She said, Deacon come from a land down under,
1: where women glow and men plunder.
0: Can't you hear, can't you hear the thunder? Yeah, you better run, you better take cover. Yeah, you better run, you better take cover." Hi everyone welcome to the Cider Nation podcast a unique baseball podcast today we have Boston Red Sox right-handed pitcher John Schreiber thanks for coming on John yeah no problem I guess first things first could you talk to us a little bit about kind of your arm slot story and how that all came about um so basically um I feel like my arm slots just kind of been the same throughout my life
1: um I think I just picked a Spot where I thought was most comfortable, Uh, not necessarily over the top, just you know, somewhere where I thought I could produce the most velocity and power and all that kind of stuff. So, um, when I got to college, um, or let me go back when I was in high school, wasn't really throwing that hard. Um, you know, I was my body was more straight up, I guess my upper body wasn't really bending down like a natural side armor and all that kind of stuff, and then got to university of Northwestern Ohio and started hitting weight room a little bit more and started seeing, um, below jumps and stuff like that. And, uh, just started to see more success, um, coming out of that. And then, you know, arm slot was still the same and then got drafted by Detroit. And then, you know, one of the pitching coordinators took me over to see one of the side armers in the farm system to take a look at how he was throwing it. And, uh, you know, made a f- few adjustments, um, not so much arm slot, just body adjustments. And then that's kind of where it's been. It's just, just continuous learning process, uh, throughout my career. So.
0: And I guess currently, John, like what pitches do you throw? And I guess kind of velocity wise, where would you be at? Um,
1: I throw a four seam, uh, two seam change up and slider. Um, you know, starting off my fastball is usually 90 to 93, um, you know, towards the end of the season, I gotten up to 95, 96, um, two seam is usually around 90, 93 change up 82, um, slider usually 80,
0: 82. Um, so yeah. And then John, like anything pitching wise, like as far as lefty, righty, anything kind of you do yourself?
1: Um, you know, with lefties, I don't really throw that many sliders against them. Um, if I do, I'm trying to go backdoor, just, you know, trying to freeze them on the outs- outer half. Um, and then righties, um, you know, uh, I just – I finally got a hold of my two-seam sinker last year. So I'm a heavy four-seam guy, which is um, unconventional for a sidearm pitcher. Yeah. As <laughs> sidearm pitchers are already unconventional. So <laughs> <laughs> true. So uh, – um, so, yeah, so I, I, I stick heavy four seam, and then, like I said, I finally learned to do do a better job with throwing the sinker, and I've seen major improvements with that, so I've started throwing in on righties, um, you know, seeing a lot of good results, um, more ground balls with that and stuff like that, and, you know, um, coming me being a heavy forcing guy, um, I try and, you know, 0-2, 1-2, 2-2, One of my big strikeout pitches is a four-seam, you know, up against guys, uh, you know, chest high, either swing and miss or barely nicking that top half, you know. So, um, you know, sliders against righties are pretty big for right-handed sidearm pitcher. Um, You know, left-handers try to bust in a lot with four-seams, throw those change-ups a little bit, you know. Um, So, Yeah. (laughs) But it's, it's, it's been a major learning process and, you know, I get more excited every year going into the new season because there's just more stuff you, you know, get to learn and, you know, need to perfect and all that kind of stuff every year so.
0: Yeah. And you're right. It's definitely kind of a common misconception. Like you don't have to just be two seam and, and, you know, obviously you're going to get some movement anyway. I found like, even when I threw my four seam, I was still able to get sink on it, but you don't have to just be that two seam fastball with as a sidearm pitcher. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then something, John, like is there anything mechanical wise that maybe stands out for you that's helped you? Um, <clears throat> you know,
1: I, I tell a lot of people, I mean, I just go out there and fish, man, uh, I try not to think too much there. Everybody's like, so what do you do? Like a lot of people ask, they're like, so what did you do to get, you know, what do you do now to, you know, to be where you're at? And, you know, the biggest thing I tell them, I mean, you like, you hear this all the time, baseball is a mental sport, but like the biggest thing for me is just the mental game of it. And uh, you know, I think that's how I, how I've had so much success so far. Um you know, is just grabbing a hold of the mental aspect of being on the mound and controlling the game and all that kind of stuff. And then uh, mechanically, there's, like I said, there's just always something you can work on and uh, try and fix. Whether it's you're not staying too, staying back too long or staying back enough, or uh, you know, you're too heavy front side, all that kind of stuff. And you know, it's just you're continuously in the bullpen working every day. Uh, before the game just trying to fix some stuff trying to figure out what works right all that kind of stuff so it's I feel like sidearm pitchers it's just a craft that you're just continuously trying to perfect and you're never going to be perfect so
0: no definitely not and honestly kind of what made it fun for me when I dropped down it was almost like I got to be a new pitcher again and kind of get rid of some of those had a bad habit maybe like a rolodex of pitching thoughts and when i dropped down it was almost just like yeah i'm just gonna throw really <laughs> <laughs> kind of made yeah, it again right so. is there anything john like maybe advice for anyone maybe debating on changing their arm slot or maybe just kind of one foot in one foot out um you know like i said earlier i mean the biggest part is just like
1: everyone is taught to throw a certain way when they're, you know, learning as kids and getting in high school and college and stuff. And I think just like, if you're thinking about, you know, dropping down or whatever, like, don't even think about that. Just try and find your arm, arm slot. That is the most comfortable for you to throw a baseball because not everybody's body is made the same. And, um, you know, you gotta find, that slot your mechanics and all that stuff you got to figure out what works best for you because not everybody's going to be the same so i mean that's the best advice i can give guys you know if they're thinking about dropping down because you know maybe if you do drop down like that's not going to be comfortable for you and it's not going to work out so you just got to find you got to find the common ground
0: with your body and try and figure out what's going to work best so yeah, and something kind of some other guys have said and something I kind of talk about is like hitters will kind of give you feedback as well. Right, yep. And you know some
1: guys that drop down because of your mechanics, your balls not going to move the same as every every sidearm pitcher, um, you know, um like I said, like I, I throw heavy four seams. I don't I don't I'm not I'm not a two seam sidearm guy, so it's like I'm I'm a different everybody's different, you know. So you you just got to find what works best for you you're not going to have the same two seam as you know steve c sheck and uh
0: you know so (laughs) yeah i know absolutely yeah and i guess john like what would be your favorite part about pitching from down under uh just the reaction you get from hitters
1: and uh you know teammates and stuff like that um you know, you've been doing it for so long, and that, like everybody compliments you and all that kind of stuff. And you're like, I'm just, you know, trying to trying to do my best out there, like you guys. So, <laughs> so I, I feel like there's just always a lot of compliments. Um, you know that, that that slider was nasty, and hitters just uncomfortable in the box and all that kind of
0: stuff. So, and you kind of touched on a little bit, John, already. Like, have you had many teammates that were sidearm submarine pitchers?
1: Yeah, I've I definitely had a lot of teammates that were sidearm pitchers. Um, you know, with Detroit, there's probably four or five guys that I knew that were sidearm. Um, you know, coming over to Boston last year, we had, you know, three or four guys that were sidearm guys. And, I, I mean, every single one of them were nasty. They're nasty in their own way. They had their, you know, like I said, everybody's different. This you know, one guy had way more nastier sink on his two seam than another guy, and another guy's slider was – wipe out Frisbee. And it was, it was just disgusting. And then another guy's fastball, he was getting up to 97,
0: 98. And you're just like, Holy crap. <laughs> so wide variety. A- anyone for yourself, John, like that you kind of maybe emulated, like maybe watched in college or. um. Well, I mentioned him already. I uh, see um yep.
1: I've watched him a lot. Um, yep. You know, I've always watched his videos and try and look to see where he was, uh, you know, executing his fastballs, his sliders, what counts and all that kind of stuff. And then Pat Neshek, um, you know, I reached out to him, got a little bit of tips and stuff like that when I was with Detroit. Um, I messaged him over Twitter and he helped me out a little bit. So, um, you know, guys like just some legends, you know, they've been in the game for a long time and, yeah. you know, are still doing it. Like C-Shack, nishak was disgusting. Right. <laughs> so, so yeah, those, I mean, those are pretty much the two guys that,
0: um, you know, that I've watched a lot of videos on and, you know. And then for yourself, John, like you attended university of Northwestern Ohio, like that's NAIA, correct?
1: Yeah, correct. Yep.
0: Um, any, any advice for like someone that maybe kind of has that division one mindset stuck in their head? Like,
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I went to, uh, you know, like I said, coming out of high school, I had nobody looking at me and, you know, I really wanted to play college baseball. I didn't want it to end in high school. And, uh, you know, I just went to my, looked around and there's local community college, Henry Ford community college, uh, and Dearborn, Michigan played there for a year. Um, you know, had a good time there. And then, uh, University of Northwestern Ohio saw me pitch and, you know, I went over there. <clears throat> and uh, I'm, I guess the advice I can say is like, I feel like it doesn't in baseball, it doesn't really matter what school you go to. And, you know, there's going to be eyes watching. I mean, there's summer ball, um, yeah. all that kind of stuff. There's scouts everywhere. They're always watching. And, you know, I think a big part of, you know, getting looked at was, you know, playing Summer League baseball and uh, playing with those other uh, D one guys, you know, so, you know, I, at first I thought it was going to be different, you know, these guys are going to be better, but like you're, you're on the same le- level playing field as those guys, you know, there might be a little bit of, uh, you know, better talent at some of those schools, but I mean, if you're trying to get better and you're trying to continue your career and play professionally, like <clears throat> you're going to just keep your head down work hard and, you know, everything's going to come to you. So,
0: um, Yeah. (laughs) That's all I can say. And then you got drafted there, John, like kind of what would be kind of, what, what got you drafted, I guess.
1: Um, you know, (laughs) what got me drafted? It's kind of a hard question. (laughs) Um, you know, it's, there's so many guys that are so talented that don't get the opportunity. Yeah. And, And, uh, you know, I mean, like I said, it's just keeping your head down, working hard, um, you know, just trying to do your best. I mean, if scouts like you, they're going to come to you and, you know, teams are going to invite you out to their pre-draft workouts and, you know, um, that's such a hard question. It's <laughs> just, it's just um,
0: did uh, I guess in a way, maybe a better question, like, did they give you any kind of feedback, like kind of what, uh, like, especially like even from a, like your lower arm slot, like
1: Um, no, I mean, not really too much feedback. I mean, it's all about how you do during your season. Um, you know, if you're having a successful season, uh, you have the right, the right mindset. Um, you know, they're watching your demeanor out there and how you act and, you know, um, watching all the other aspects, um, talent wise. So, I mean, it's all just a whole bundle of things they're looking at. And, uh, you know, that's the, Biggest thing I can say is just, you know, keep your head down, work hard, you know, don't showboat. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough. So.
0: Yeah. And it's something even just kind of learning the scouting side myself and just something I was kind of told is, is, is not necessarily, I'm not going to be the guy with the radar gun behind the stands. I kind of like walking around and not knowing or not letting the coach know that I'm going to be there. Like, Soon as you know right. the scout there, it does kind of change things mentally for pitchers, right? But I like to kind of show <laughs> yeah, off for and sure. Watch the game. Yeah, yep,
1: that's for sure. I mean, I remember my junior senior year when you know I found out there was a few scouts there. That you, <laughs> de- you, d- you definitely get more nerves out on the mound, and you're trying to do more than you're trying to do. So yeah, um, you know that's where the mental aspect comes into play.
0: Yeah, so. And then after you got drafted there, John, can you talk to us a little bit about kind of your grind in the minors? How did that look like for you?
1: Um, it was good. I mean, I've, I've had such a fun time, you know, in the minors. And, I'm you know, I'm still in the minor leagues. And, you know, uh, I'm just trying to have a good season each year and, you know, try and make good friendships, make, uh, you know, good bonds with guys and have a good season with the team because <clears> – <throat> you know, baseball is not going to last forever. So, uh, just trying to play as long as I can and, you know, have some fun out there. Um, you know, starting off early, obviously everybody's main goal when you're in the minor leagues is to get to the big leagues and it still is. And, uh, you know, going into spring training, that's, that's my main goal is to try and break camp and try and land with the big league team. And, um, you know, but The more years you're in minor league baseball, like the more you start to understand to not let that thought get in your head and just go out and have fun. You know, your performance is going to if you have a good performance, like it's all going to pan out in the end. So just, you know, just trying to take one season at a time. So
0: and then, John, could you talk to us a little bit about your MLB debut?
1: Yeah, so I'm from Michigan and, uh, you know, I was drafted by Detroit. So when I did in 19, I was so excited. Um, You know, I got the call when I was in Toledo um, from our manager. And I remember, you know, after them telling me I was getting called up and went outside, uh, you know, called my wife and my family. I just remember being in tears, you know, because growing up in Michigan, it was, you know, my dream to – Pitch at America Park, and you know the tears just started falling. And then uh all the veteran guys and coaches and stuff like that—you know—they're—they're they're telling me, like, when you go out there for the first time, just make sure you, you know, step off the mound before you throw the first pitch against the guy. Just take a look around, and you know, take it in that you know you're a big leaguer. So I mean, that's what I did for a little bit. I try—I I mean, I tried to. My heart <laughs> was pumping pretty fast there. I think my debut—I gave up a. 110 mile an hour line drive home run off, uh, Jorge Soler. So, (laughs) but, but yeah, it was, it was a dream come true. (laughs)
0: Uh, and then with the new organization there, John, was it kind of a, how was that transition kind of joining a new organization?
1: Yeah, I I was pretty nervous at first. Um, you know, the first, uh, you know, month and a half, two months, you know, I think I, I got DFA'd, uh, you know, before spring training, and got over to Boston in the beginning of spring training. So that whole spring training, I was kind of nervous, didn't know what to expect, and you know, once the season started, and we went to the alt site in Worcester for uh, AAA, um, you know, started to get more comfortable. You know, started to um, get to know everybody a little bit more, and all that kind of stuff. So um, it got easier as once the season started, and uh, you know. I've, last year was one of the most fun seasons I've had uh, in my playing career. So,
0: And then anything, John, like from a bullpen mindset, like kind of routine-wise that's worked for you? Um, just something kind of I talked about, like I had a bad habit of maybe throwing too many bullets down in the bullpen and just kind of anything from a bullpen standpoint?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, that's the biggest part is, you know, not getting – hot too early. I mean, I know a lot of guys are super anxious to get out there, but um, you know, we're told all we tell all the younger guys and all the coaches tell the younger guys, you know, you still have eight pitches to warm up when you go out there. So it's like, just don't waste any bullets. Um, you know, I just try and make sure I'm stretching out before I get the call to go into the game. Um, you know, I'm pretty much focused the whole game, maybe minus the first two or three innings, uh, you know, chatting up with the with the boys in the bullpen for a little bit. And then, you know, once that second or third, fourth inning comes in, um, you know, that's when I really start to lock in. I don't really talk as much. My, my mind kind of goes blank and I start to, you know, really focus on what I'm trying to do here that game. And so.
0: And then you got to start some games last year. How was that uh, for you <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's why I, I
1: had a lot of fun last year. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the most innings I've thrown was like I think three innings in you know minor league baseball. And then uh, you know, COVID, we had uh, you know one starter go down, I think. And then there's a couple other injuries um that happened to the couple other starters and um so we, we we're 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 down a lot of guys, you know, a couple bullpen guys, I think we we're we were down. So we definitely needed some, some innings. So, uh, you know, after a couple of weeks, after throwing two or three innings, um, you know, I got a couple of spot starts, I was going four innings, and I started getting the groove and I was actually loving it. I was loving getting extended out there. And, you know, after the sixth or seventh time, I was like, what are you guys going to make me a starter man? Like I'm ready to roll. (laughs) It was, it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. But, I mean that's what that's what that's what people are looking for uh, when you're in professional baseball. I mean, you want to have guys that are able to go <clears throat> three or four innings because you know you never know what's gonna happen during a game whether a starter has to get pulled out early or whatever injuries, all that kind of stuff so it's so it's nice to get that a little bit more experience on uh, throwing more innings during a game
0: so I mean, John, I guess at the end of the day, though, does it, does it matter for you or do you prefer one or the other or as long as you're throwing?
1: It does not matter to me. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready to
0: go. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: I'm a cage bull. <laughs> when I'm in the bullpen, I'm, I'm ready to go out there and, you know, strike some people out, have a good inning, all that kind of stuff, win a ball game. So Gotcha.
0: And then, John, it's just time for our ninth inning call to the bullpen, so it's just going to be some random questions just to learn a little bit more about you. <clears throat> Okay. Favorite NHL team? Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> yeah, I thought that might be the. Yeah, option. Steve Eichmann, uh <laughs> Steve
1: Eiserman, Shanahan. Yeah. Lindstrom, <laughs> <clears throat> all those guys, man. That was
0: a uh, fun time. Being to mini games.
1: Uh, you know, I've been to a few. I mean, I'm not the biggest hockey fan. Yeah. Uh, but you know, growing up. The Red Wings were always in the playoffs, always in the Stanley Cup. It felt like so. Yeah, you know that's
0: favorite travel destination.
1: Favorite travel destination. Um, probably Alaska and Hawaii. I played in Alaska for <clears throat> the Alaskan Summer Ball League. Okay. Um, you know, and, and that state was just beautiful. So I, I don't. I had a lot of fun being out there. And then we went to, uh, me and my wife went to Kauai um, for our honeymoon. And that was a really beautiful place. But both those, uh,
0: both those states, <laughs> what's up? Did you get to play in that Midnight Sun game or? Uh, no, I showed up a little bit after that, unfortunately. <laughs> that would have been cool. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah. All-time favorite professional wrestler.
1: Professional wrestler. Man, I don't. I never watched wrestling that much. Um, probably just say The Rock. <laughs> yeah, no, well, that's fair. That's... <laughs> uh,
0: favorite it's probably the only one I know. <laughs> probably the uh, only one I know. Favorite baseball movie of all time?
1: I think Moneyball. I really loved watching Moneyball when that first came out. Yeah. So yeah, that's my favorite one.
0: And John, I guess if you could golf or have dinner with any three people, dead or alive, who would you like to go with?
1: Oh man, <laughs> that's a tough question. Probably Jordan, probably Jeer, and probably Tiger Woods. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be fun. <laughs> um, that would be that'd be a cool trio to go with.
0: <laughs> golf or dinner? Definitely golf. Golf, yeah. Uh, any particular course? Whatever one they're paying for <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: that's fair. <laughs> and I guess the you know all the winter Olympics are on right now, John. If you could be an Olympian in any sport, summer, or winter, what sport would you like to try?
1: Cool. I want to do the what's that uh, the ski jump. Oh, this that looks kid. pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Eddie, the Eagles. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I can't even matter. like there's there's actually like the old we had the 88 Olympics here in Calgary and you can kind of walk at the top and look down. But there's no way I could actually Oof. do that. There's no way.
1: <laughs> That'd be so cool, though.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: She worked <laughs> up the nerves to do that. <laughs>
0: And then lastly, John, just going to test your memory here a little bit on the 2014 Kalamazoo Growlers summer team. Mm. Do you remember the other teammate that made it to the bigs? I guess he was a left-handed. The other what? He was, uh, the other teammate of yours, he was a left-handed pitcher. He's the only one on that team that made the bigs, other than yourself.
1: Oh, what's his name? Oh, the big leagues. Oh, man. I don't know.
0: Who was it? Uh, Caleb uh Did I say his last name right?
1: Caleb Caleb
0: Barringer. Yeah.
1: I think I remember
0: him, yeah. That was so long ago. (laughs) I think it was like It's interesting some of those questions. I know. It's impressive. Like some guys from night they'll remember something from nineteen eighty (laughs) five and
1: I'm a pretty introverted and shy person too, so I don't think I really talked to many people when I first got to Kalamazoo.
0: (laughs) No, all good. I I, I guess the other question, John, have you played with many Canadians?
1: Um, yeah, I played with uh, Jacob Robson. He's from Windsor.
0: Okay, (laughs) yep.
1: Um, Daniel Panero. He's from Toronto. Yep. Um. I can't think of anybody else off the top of my head
0: no i, I definitely appreciate you coming on john yeah. is there any any shout outs before we sign off oh i'm, I'm all right she said "Deep come from a land down under where women glow and man thunder can't you hear, can't you hear the thunder yeah You better run, you better take cover, yeah You better run, you better take cover